But today on Health Nuts, um, Emma P is joining me. Welcome, Emma. Hey, Leslie. How are you? Now, Emma P is a bit of a self-help guru, and she's written <laughs> nine books on self-help topics. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about um, which one will we? What will we start with? We'll start with how you how you got into this. What happened? Sure. Like you said, it was nine years ago. What? Yeah. What kicked yeah. you into this? Oh, yeah, look, I think I woke up nine years ago, I, my marriage broke down, I was in, in, very unhappy in my job, and I decided to, to learn some cool new stuff, and I had mm -hmm. a five-year-old daughter yeah. as well, so I kind of wanted to be a really good role model for her, and I decided to study uh, fitness, funnily enough, because <laughs> I was a bit fat, actually, Yeah. <laughs> and I needed to do some weight myself, so I got a PT, and I did some study and did my cert three and four in fitness and PT. Mm -hmm. And Zumba came along, strangely enough. Yes. And I'm not a dancer, let me just tell you <laughs> that. I'm an instructor. And I went to Canberra and did the training and then came back. Wow. And I was the second instructor in Wollongong and it went off. Mm -hmm. And I was, I realised I could get paid and have fun oh, at the same yeah. time. So I left my government job right. and um, started doing Zumba and teaching boxing and boot camps. And wow. I did that for many years and even had a couple of health studios. Mm -hmm. And um, then it was about five years ago, I became too sick to actually train. Okay. So I actually sold that and started coaching. So right. that's where I did my life coaching diploma and NLP and mm -hmm. kind of started from four or five years ago in so coaching wise. So the physical stuff was just too much? Yeah, no, the, the doctors told me to stop, okay. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> yes, okay, so you slowed down, that's good. Yeah, and, it's okay. And so then you moved into doing other coaching, did you say? Yeah, so I was coaching, uh, running workshops, lots around self-development and general life coaching stuff, a lot around the mindset of um, health, to be honest, because mm -hmm. I was coaching some ex Biggest Loser contestants as well. And right. they were coming out of the show and putting all the weight back on. So yes. I was thinking, well, there's got to be something more to this. It's a yes. lot to do more with the mind than it is to do with the exercise and the food. So that kind of piqued my interest and I kind of went from there. And so for the last four years, five years, I've been running online courses. Just for a sec before I move on to that, I, I sure. just because of the ex-biggest loser and being a clinical nutritionist as well, there's something that they don't look at. You know how um, on that show they weigh them each week, mm -hmm. and if they haven't lost, they can get kicked off. Mm -hmm. And as a clinical nutritionist, I know, and I'm sure you do as well, that if you build muscle, you will weigh more. Yeah, and I but measure it's, actually, people. it's actually more than that. So the tea, it's, it's, it's much more than that. Too, so. But there, were, there are people who would have worked their bucks off. I've had people that come into my practice, and after one week, they'll say, oh, not much has happened, I've lost a kilo. I do mm -hmm. body composition analysis on them, and they've lost two kilograms of fat and gained one of muscle. Yeah. So they're much smaller and feel fitter and healthier, but they don't think so. And I just wonder how much of them have built way more and they get kicked off for that look no do. doubt they're they're gaining muscle however yeah. because it is entertainment what we're seeing on tv is not actually what's happening really so they those wanes are yeah. often days apart sometimes months apart oh. and it's all manipulated just for our entertainment so it's dreadful that it's very interesting you know yeah so you so what were you doing with them how, how were you coaching them well they had realized that the doesn't matter how much you exercise or how little you eat because i think a lot of them we down to 600 calories a day Ooh. which is ridiculous yes and um, not very healthy for your organs at that point yeah. but they had realized it was much more than that it 
wasn't just about the the outs, looking outside for help. It was more internal. So Absolutely. a lot of mindset stuff, some stuff that had happened in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, was you know they were self sabotaging themselves and didn't feel good enough. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of led on to this whole self development thing: is that we don't feel good enough, we don't feel like we deserve it. And we know in my work as well, up until the age of seven, we don't have filters. So mm-hmm. if somebody tells you you're useless, you're nothing, we can take that on as a truth, and mm-hmm. it needs to be turned around. And you can do that with yes, hypnosis, NLP, and things, yep. because we can believe it. And you get people like you say the sabotage; they can just about be at the top of their game, yep. and bang, that something will happen because there's this program in the mind. You're not good enough. You're never going to make it. That's Somebody right. said to them when they were little. So that's wonderful that you were. So is that still <laughs> happening? That what the the coaching with those? Uh, no, I don't do so much one-on-one coaching now. I suppose what's kind of led into the writing is because I wanted to get the message out there a bit to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. essentially I kind of started writing because I was a bit lazy because mm-hmm. I kept getting asked the same <laughs> questions. So I figured yes. that I would just put it into a book. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if someone asks me something, I go, just go and read the book now. Yes. So, yeah, it was kind of a weird way to start writing is because I'm lazy, but it's the same same answers. So and yes. you can go back at any point mm-hmm. and look at these books and refresh like we all do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, the one-on-one coaching still happens. It's just, yeah, there's there's a lot more around it now. <laughs> Not everybody needs that level of intensity. No, so that's right. Tell us about some of the books, or maybe your first one. or Gosh, <laughs> where do I start? There's so many of them. Um, so I suppose the main the main big sellers were the first one that came out in February last year, which is Seven Secrets on How to Get Shit Done. Oh, I've read that. That's one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, that is simply you can pick that book up and do something. So a lot of people are waiting for motivation to go and do X, Y, or Z. But mm-hmm. honestly, consistency is your first step. If you are waiting for motivation to knock you on the head in the morning, that is not going to happen. Consistently do something. And one of the things that um, I still use that I read in your book whenever it was last year sometime was the 25-minute rule. And I'm not kidding. If you're sitting in a messy house and you're not feeling great and it's raining and you know you've got to do housework, to just set that timer for 25 minutes and then it's done, it's it's fantastic. Uh, The timer has changed my life. In fact, that's how I've written most of the books. So the fact that I can get so many books out is simply because I put a timer on my phone for 25 minutes and I go. Because if we tell ourselves we've got all day to do something, Mm -hmm. we'll either take all day or not do it at all. Mm -hmm. But it's actually, it's not my technique. It's called the Pomodoro technique. You can go and Google that. But um, you can use it with your kids. You can go, go and clean your room, 25 minutes go, yes. or your housework, or a certain task, and then after the 25 minutes is gone, take a five-minute break, mm-hmm. and then either get back to it or do something else. Yes. But don't go longer. Don't go longer because no. our brains simply can't. And it's focus. like a reward, cup of tea in the book yep. for, that's right. <laughs> for five or ten minutes after <laughs> If that's your only tip for today, do something for 25 minutes. And I remember <laughs> you talking about it in, in a workshop I did with you and, the, and reading the book. And then um, doing, like, the bedroom, say, but that needs the sheets, the lawn, all of that's in there or any mm-hmm. other room. And after 25 minutes, just walking away. But like you said, when you go back in, you say, well, I want another 25 minutes just to finish up. When you go back in, it's almost done. It is. And you can see and feel the difference and you feel better about doing yes, the next you do. bit. you do. <laughs> uh, tell us about some of the other tips. 
that you give in people. the book yeah i talk about changing your state so we can often walk around you know looking down and, and being depressed and oh i'm feeling so sad for myself well mm-hmm. i talk about changing your state so there's three things that you need to do you need to change your physiology so you know sitting up straight or sitting or standing mm-hmm. uh you need to listen to the language that you're talking to yourself so as, sometimes we're saying oh i'm not good enough or oh, i'm yeah. tired i'm tired that's a that you know, being tired is 2006 these days. Really, there's no there's no excuse for it. <laughs> but we say we're tired, we're tired, we're tired, and our physiology reflects that we're tired, we're tired, we're tired. Mm-hmm. And in fact, then we are actually tired. We told ourselves we were. Well, that's right. So yes. we're hypnotising ourselves. Um, so to change your state is to I would suggest if you can stand up, you know, put some music on, start moving, tell yourself that you're awake. Like that's that's a pretty good idea, and look at where your focus is. So if you're focusing on a certain thing that makes you tired, maybe look at something in your past or maybe the day before that made you feel energized. Mm-hmm. And so just remind yourself that you do have that inner energy, and that you can change it. Mm-hmm. So we talk about changing state because we can just sit in that that very sad state mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I mean, you know, we're human; we have emotions, but sometimes it's just not either productive or useful if we have jobs to go to or people to look after. So, um, yeah, so one of the secrets to getting your shit done is to change your state. Because <laughs> it's a very old habit. If somebody's had depression for a long time, mm-hmm. and I'll probably both see them, it's a new thing. There's a habit with that as well. Sure. And opening your eyes in the morning and thinking, oh, God, la, 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 it just sets you up. Mm. So. One thing I think is, you know, imagine waking up like a newborn baby does. Mm-hmm. So a newborn baby wakes up with their eyes bright. They're like, what's going on? <laughs> They're probably crying with or squealing with laughter if you remember the days when little ones are lying in their cot cooing away to themselves imagine if we did that and laid in our beds and just started our mornings I love like laying in, bed, in bed in the morning and listening to the birds. I'm, I'm mm. lucky enough that there's and all the different ones, and they're so beautiful, and they are joyful. And oh, look, I love listening I'm to them. I'm a big believer the first hour of your day reflects the rest of your day. So if you're waking up on the alarm of beep, 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 oh. that's waking up in stress, right? So a lot of the day, you're then chasing or your the tail. Yes. <laughs> or the news, yes. I ditched my alarm years ago. The only time I use it is if I've got to get a very early overseas flight. Otherwise not. Look, there's, we have the technology. Smartphones have alarms on there that sound quite gentle. Mm-hmm. So I often wake up to, you know, waves crashing yes. and, and things like that. Oh, so, uh, Yeah. <laughs> but rituals are what start our, our day off. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, just starting the day off by going to the beach, for example, living in Wollongong, we're so blessed to have such a beautiful mm-hmm. coastline. Mm-hmm. If I don't get to the beach every morning the rest of my day is not awesome. So I'm very aware that these daily rituals are what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't even head to the beach, don't even head out to nature every day. No. They may be starting out something. What are your tips for people who um, know they need to make a change but just haven't made that first step? Just look, how do you eat a baby elephant? You eat it by one, <laughs> one toenail at a time. You can't eat an elephant all at once, so just eat it by little little chunks. And what you can do is just do something. So it could be just five minutes. Mm-hmm. Five minutes a day of just walking around your backyard. If mm-hmm. you don't want to go out to public, just walk. No one feels terrible after a five-minute walk, really, yeah. unless it's raining right now. Mm-hmm. But doing something little every single day, 
then you get that motivation, as I mentioned before, because you're doing the consistency, mm -hmm. the motivation then comes to do that a little bit more. Maybe you want to work for 10 minutes the next week, mm -hmm. or maybe you want to have your cup of tea looking at the sunrise, because that's, you know, no one feels mm -hmm. terrible after looking at a sunrise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's those little things, little rituals. And there's, um, physiologically, I know that if you look up, it's, you, they say it's impossible to be depressed if you're looking up. Absolutely. So um, think about it when you want, if you feel like crying. So look, I think of brides, you know, when brides have got their makeup on, they're ready to go and get married and they get all emotional, they start looking up because they don't want to ruin their makeup. So we naturally look up to stop ourselves from getting upset. Yeah. But in fact, if you try and look up right now, and this is our daydream moment, try and be sad. You, you, really not, you can't be sad by looking up. I know when I was doing Feldenkrais years ago, another thing, and um, in that training in New Zealand, there were um, a lot, well, I was a physio, but there was also chiropractors and, and psychologists, mm -hmm. and one of the things they were looking at was, when you're depressed, we say really down, the head's down, you're looking down, yeah. you're in your sort of fetal position, your diaphragm squashed, mm -hmm. you're not breathing, and one of the things about moving and lifting your chest and looking up, not just looking up, but your whole, like you mentioned, posture before, yeah. You get more oxygen, and you're going to be making eye contact with people. If you walk in the mall and there's somebody looking down, and they're, they're not going to get any smiles, or you mm -hmm. know, people will avoid that. Yeah, yeah. So but we don't breathe enough. Let's be honest. No, we don't. We're sitting huge. down. You know, you if you're you know working in a job at a desk, you're sitting in your car. You're very much sitting down in that position. You're, you're your lungs are not filling up, mm. basically. So I imagine everyone's listening now is kind of sitting up and <laughs> going, right. I'm going to breathe properly. But, but essentially, oxygen is, is vital mm. to our entire body and to our cells. If we don't have oxygen, we are not, we are not living. And mm. a lot of people, I've had clients who we just start with breathing for yes. the first few weeks, mm -hmm. is taking those full breaths and just you know holding the breath so our lungs are filled with oxygen and then letting it go gently. <laughs> There's more to it than that. Even with the work I do with trauma, we find that, you know, if you've ever had, like, a really big fright, what do you do when it's over? You go, uh -huh. <sighs> the big sigh, yep. which is the deep breathing. Yep. And it's physiologically the brain registers dangers over and, and those those horrible That's hormones right. can stop. So yeah. there's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And often when we start breathing more, our brain has that brain spin of... <gasps> And it's actually the brain think, saying, thank you for the oxygen. It's okay. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. Yes, it's normal. You're not getting a spin out because yeah. you're not well. It's actually, your brain needs that oxygen. Yeah. But you, and you can go, if you're, in a, if you're anxious, you can go to a place of calm. And it's one of the things, mindfulness is, is about a lot of that, isn't it? Yeah. Like getting to calm. You know what? You don't have to go and learn meditation or go and do yoga. You could be mindful what, during the washing up. You, you can could be mindful eating. I mean, I, I had a book years ago, Busy Busy Businesswoman, and it was called The Three-Minute Meditator. It was mm. a bit of a god. It was wonderful. Yep. You put your food on the fork, watch your hand, feel the weight of that food as it comes up, look at the color of it, put it in your mouth, feel the texture That's of the food. That's it. That's all meditating. It is exactly, anyway. yeah. And look, you know, worst case, I, I remember before I got into self-help, I would go into my car at lunchtime and put on a 10-minute meditation mm -hmm. and just zone out for 10 minutes and then get back out again and start again. <laughs> yes, it's fantastic. I'm um, talking with Emma P. We're going to go on to some of the books and some of the other self-help things she's done after the break. Um, I'm going to... Um, Paul, the podiatrist, um, brought the news to us, and I didn't play this before, so I'm going to play that now. And then we're going to be listening to Wild Boys by Duran Duran. And we'll be back in a few minutes with Emma P. 
Hi, welcome back to Health Nuts. I'm Leslie Nicholson, and my guest today is Emma P. And we've been talking about um, some of the wonderful things she's been doing with, well, nine books that she's written. And you do quite a bit with um, creating what you want in your life, don't you? Manifesting. I do. Yes. I'm a little bit good at it. <laughs> and what you, um, you've told me a wonderful story about um, <laughs> something pretty major that you manifested. Do you want to tell us about that? Sure. Um... Yeah, so I manifested my, my beautiful man, mm-hmm. Matt. He's awesome. Um, yeah, but it, there's a, there is a story to that. So he actually wasn't going for an awesome patch last year, and he decided to um, Google self-help books in Wollongong. Mm-hmm. And he found my book, this first one. Which one? The, the Seven Secrets to Getting Shit Done. Okay. And he went to Dimmerick's and purchased the book. Right. And then started following me on Facebook. Now, mm-hmm. don't... Don't get me wrong, he's not a stalker, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I could see this new person liking my videos, liking my blogs and things like that. And so we... He messaged, he contacted me and said, you know, that the book had changed his life, and I was like, cool, that's mm-hmm. nice. Do you want to meet for a coffee? And I meet a lot of people for coffees, whether they're local or on virtual. We're on Skype. Emma, I think you're such a <laughs> real person. It's fantastic. Yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you. And so we met at um, at a bakery and had coffee, and I never expected anything romantic to come out of it. I thought he might be a client. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, yeah, we didn't. We haven't left each other's side, which is pretty awesome. But going back a bit, I did manifest him, and I did a bit of work so on tell myself. Us, I, know, I know you have workshops and things, or play play shops, you call them. Playbooks uh, for manifesting. Yeah. So how you manifest a partner? That sounds pretty big. Oh look, you know, if you if you and I've had I've kissed some frogs. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think to find somebody that you deserve you need to work on yourself first yeah and so I had been doing that for a, a while mm-hmm. and I recognized what I kind of owned some stuff that I had done in the past mm-hmm. and worked on myself and worked on loving myself first before I could love someone else yeah and yeah. so I know got very clear about who I wanted in my life based upon the past relationships mm-hmm. and I wrote a list in fact, I had lunch with a girlfriend a few days before and showed her my list. Mm-hmm. And it sounds bizarre, but um, five days later, he found me. Five days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the wow. rest is history. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, with manifesting, you have to be... Well, that, so that's that's the process of putting out there a what very you want. Sh- In a very short way, yes. There are a few more steps, yeah. And there's a few <laughs> other elements, like when you say you, you love yourself... We talk about vibrational energies a lot, don't we? Yeah. Just what we put out there. And what we were just saying about the depressed person. Yeah. Their energy would be quite low. And if they, they'd be more likely to attract another depressed person because they're in sync. That's right. Yeah. So if you raise your... Go on. I think, I think though, I think people can beat themselves up and go, you yes. know, I'm not good enough. So, yes. and, so and like attracts like. Mm-hmm. So I've had girlfriends who've gone on dates and said, you know, these guys are desperate. And I'm like, well, maybe you're desperate. And I don't say that in a bad way but sometimes you've got to self-reflect that's what you're attracting what we're attracting Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of the time we need to self-forgive ourselves yes because we can't we're just going to berate ourselves constantly over the things that we've done in the past Mm. we need to forgive not necessarily the personal the situational external things that have happened to us No. no no it's more about forgive yourself for what has happened and, and move on mm-hmm. and heal. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I'm coming from. And, and there's as lots of ways level. to do that that suit different people. Some people need to get into therapy. Some sure. people can read your books. And, and towards the end of the program, we're going to be um, 
um, Emma's got a free um, life planner yes. that she's going to tell yes. us the information from, so yep. that you can just do that yourself at home. Absolutely. And again, if you uh, if you have um, mental illness or you're very sick or it's all too much, then you need you need professional help. I think we can get really stubborn. Yeah. I think we have to do it ourselves. And you know what? I think that's the first step is recognising that we need help, we need support, we need people around us who love us. Mm -hmm. Just bear in mind, we're the average of the five people that we hang out with. And for oh, a lot of people, that is their family. And I'm not saying dump your family. No. <laughs> I'm just saying recognise it. Mm -hmm. Are they loving and supporting you? If they're not, maybe look for a group of people who are. And that, that group of people may not exist just yet, but it could be in books, it mm -hmm. could be in YouTube videos, it could be on online communities. And I've run a number of online communities and I've made friends across the world. Mm -hmm. And we're all human beings, we're all the same. But sometimes people just don't know where to start. So sure. just you know, getting something like your book, or if people are really in a bad way, then you can get even um, you can get psychology on Medicare these days. There's there Absolutely. is help there. You've just got to make that first step. Yeah. Get out the door. So how? So I will say once that I was wanting to manifest a partner, mm -hmm. and I everything was perfect when this man showed up, but he was married. Mm. And, and were you clear on well, that? Well, we, we, we were seeing. We, oh, I didn't put that. I didn't put. Right. I think. I think he was unhappily married, but it didn't matter. I won't go there. But the thing was, people would then say to me, look, yes, you've got to be clear. You've got to put in this and that. And I'm like, sometimes that's ridiculous. I didn't say I'd prefer he had two arms and legs either. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Saying. So when I first started doing this stuff, I would say as long as he's breathing and has his own teeth. So I was really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've definitely gone. <laughs> Matt yeah. definitely has his own teeth. Um but, you know, rules around, you know, not living with the parents or mm -hmm. there are just, you know, some financial things. Like, you've got to kind of get your stuff sorted. That was my version. And, and everyone loves their own. And himself, too. Um, it's to some degree or, or is on that path to loving themselves. Mm -hmm. Because, and let's remember when we say love ourselves, it's not about being egotistical no. or up ourselves. Mm -hmm. We no. genuinely have to love ourselves before we can love somebody else. Otherwise, our stuff comes out onto them and it can self-combust. I actually think that people that are um, outwardly egotistical often don't love themselves. And it's Agreed. all puff to make themselves appear as if they do. But they, when when you really do love yourself, you don't need to do straight You don't out. tell anyone about it either, <laughs> <No>. really. <laughs> you just be. No. You just no. be you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you manifested this partner and it's okay. It's working oh, out. Oh, he's hey. amazing. <laughs> I think I've done it for years and didn't realise the language around it. So let's, if everyone can think about, you know, manifesting um, or just saying the car parking angels. Oh, I use them all yes. the time. Yes, there's always a car spot when you want it. And mm -hmm. I think the, the difference is, is that you know it's there and you have faith it's there. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with manifesting anything. Mm -hmm. Whether we use the word manifestation, vibration, whatever that is, mm -hmm. it's just having faith that you can achieve it. Absolutely. So we can all start with car parking. If you can get the car parking sorted, you can manifest anything well, else. Too many people <laughs> using those parking angels. Um, so I'm going to just go to a song now, and um, we'll be back. We're talking to Emma. Welcome back to Health Nuts. I'm Leslie Nicholson. My guest today is Emma P. And we'd like to thank um, Keith of Cornwall, who just called in, <laughs> saying he was inspired. So that's good to know. Now, we've been talking about um, manifesting. Um, and you man, you can manifest love by changing your vibrations and putting out there what you want. Absolutely. And working on yourself. And it's not that's not five minutes, is it, Emma? 
No, no. But, it's a process. you know, it, it's as long as you're making a start. Yes. That's the key. And the more you do, the more you approximate yeah. your true self. Look, you get what you focus on. If yes. you're focusing on that there's no men in the world, if, if we're talking to women, then mm-hmm. there's going to be no men. Mm-hmm. But you know when you buy a new car and suddenly everyone's driving that same car. That's right. Yeah. It's, your focus has changed. So yeah. focus on what you do want because it's really easy to focus on what you don't want. Yeah, so often when I'm coaching women, they're like, well, I don't want him to be a cheater mm-hmm. or I don't want him mm-hmm. to do this and to be lazy. And yeah. Okay, that's cool, but flip it. What yes. do you want? Yes, because you're sitting in the vibrational sea of what you don't want if you do that. Absolutely, that's you and you stay. want to attract exactly that. That's right, that's right. <laughs> so what about um, money? If people want some more money and they're just snowed under with bills and all the rest of it, how do you I you? think first up, be very clear that you want it for good reasons. Uh-huh. Um, I've had experiences, and I've heard, I personally haven't done this, but I've heard of people saying, you know, I want $5,000, mm-hmm. and they've crashed their car. And then got $5,000 from the insurance. So they have gotten what they asked for. But I believe if you're going to be putting it out there that you want a certain amount or a certain thing, it has to be for the good of the world. Mm -hmm. And no one will be harmed with that. That's right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, the money thing is interesting. I've done it. I'm, I do it quite often, but <laughs> I'm not doing it for to be selfish. Not I'm not for doing. No, no, I think again, come from good intentions, but it's it's the deciding and then letting go of how it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's the key because we we're just taught to go into how does that work? How are we going to do this? What are the steps? What are the secrets? I've written the book that way because I know people like it, mm-hmm. but often we don't need to know the steps. If we have faith that something's going to happen, it'll, it'll happen anyway. Mm-hmm. What other things can be managed? What about health? Absolutely, yeah. Look, and and you know as well as I do, if we're self self hypnotizing ourselves that I'm sick, I'm fat, I'm overweight, I you, that is exactly what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And at first, it'll feel weird to say that I'm fit and healthy, I'm flexible, but you start talking to yourself because your language is so important if you can't language that you cannot have i did a video this morning on facebook and exactly the same thing if you cannot visualize something you cannot have it if you cannot language it you cannot have it Mm -hmm. if you're telling yourself that you're fit and healthy even though you technically are not it is a better self-hypnotizing tape to play and then you might you'll start taking the actions of someone who is fit and healthy and maybe rather than reaching for the chocolate bar you'll reach for the apple Mm -hmm. So I just, yeah, I'm a believer. So by that you, telling yourself that you're already what you want to be, and as a, at first it will feel fake. It that's what de- I was thinking. Yeah, it'll definitely feel fake. But I kind of believe in the fake it till you make it. So you start saying it enough because you remember you're listening to a tape from years ago of you're not good enough. Well, it's totally possible to flip it given enough energy. And we go, oh, we've tried it all, I've tried that. Did you really? Did you try it on a soul level? Did you really have that discussion with yourself? And You know what? In 10 years' time, I want to be around for my kid getting married. Mm-hmm. So really having that, that honest discussion and owning it and that coming back to that self-forgiveness, what can you forgive in yourself to move forward? Mm-hmm. It's all in your head, all of it. I do think, what do they call those, man, not mantras? When um, you say affirmations. Affirmations. Yeah. There, there are some studies out saying that n- some people it's not good for. That if you're um, looking, if people, someone is so full of self-loathing and they look in the mm. mirror and they just hate that person and it feels like a lie and inauthentic, 
my suggest it, that you try it. But if it just doesn't shift from there, get some uh, get some professional. You know work. what? There, there was a study done many years ago um, of some manic depressive, so prescribed manic depressives in a, an asylum mm-hmm. in America, and they were told to look into a mirror for 20 minutes a day and just smile. No, oh, that would be better. So yes. no language involved, yeah. just looking at each the, their own reflection and smiling. Mm-hmm. Within, I think it was just Google this because I could be wrong, but it was a very short period of time. It was like 30 days. They were off their medication. Mm-hmm. So it was a very small little thing. Mm-hmm. But look, because often we, we don't try. look in the mirror ourselves and smile. No. Do we? As a regular we're thing. We're told not to. Most of our generation has been told. It's supposed to be vain. That, yes. You know, yes. how dare you be vain? Yeah. But it's not about that. Mm-hmm. It's about getting in touch with who you really are. Well, if you, I just was thinking then of that the eyes are the window to the soul, and we all have beautiful yeah. souls. All of us do, no matter what's happened to us. And to look into your own soul might be what's going on there. Just start with smiling. Loving yourself. When yeah. you're driving in the car, look in the, the rearview mirror and just give yourself a little cheeky smile. Yeah. What's that going to do? Because, I mean, <laughs> you've come a long way. So have I. I mean, yeah. you know, from, from abuse in the past. And if you're in the early stages and you've known nothing but abuse from a, from a family upbringing or domestic violence in a relationship and you feel like awful, you start that journey, like, with one step, don't you? Absolutely. And, and it, it can be a, a process to get there. But to actually be out of destructive relationships and away from that horrible environment is huge. Massive. Massive, yes. and you often you've forgotten who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lot of a lot of my clients are women who are mums, mm-hmm. and they've got that identity of a mum, mm-hmm. and and that's fair enough. You know, you're bringing up kids. I get that you've got to care for them and look after them and feed them, and you know, <laughs> gosh, those kids never stop eating. Mm-hmm. But they've forgotten who they are, mm-hmm. who they really are, and often they've just got to be reminded. So mm-hmm. I talk about having a um, your cup full. So things that you do to make yourself feel happy. And for me, it's music. I'll pop the music on, have a dance around the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and reading. I love reading. I love listening to I love writing. They're my things, but people have their own things, right, that make them feel good. And when your cup is full and the shit does hit the fan, you feel better about yourself. And then you start to remember yourself. So a lot of people who I talk to and I say, what did, what did you do or what, do you, what fills your cup, they've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Because they just haven't done it for a while. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go back, you know. Remember when you're teenage years, what was the song that yes. you listened to? Maybe you put that song, because songs are fantastic anchors into reminding ourselves the yes. cool stuff, right? Yeah. So start with that. Start listening to that That's era awesome. of, like, mm-hmm. we're listening today to 90s and 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all great <laughs> memories, you know. But for some people, they're not so good memories. And maybe different songs or different things. Maybe they're creative. Maybe they want to build something. Maybe they want to take photos. Maybe... I don't know, they want to stand at the top of a mountain and look at the view. Whatever your thing is, Mm -hmm. do that. And it is totally okay. I talk about selfish is the new black. You Mm -hmm. have to be selfish. Mm -hmm. You have to look after yourself. You know, the whole airplane analogy, putting the oxygen mask on, you put it on yourself Mm -hmm. before you put it on your children. We forget that as mums, mm-hmm. that if we don't look after ourselves, we can't look after them. That's right. That's so right. hashtag selfish is the new black. Use that one. You know, in nutrition, <laughs> um, the two groups that were the most nutritionally deficient and malnourished were um, homeless people and new mums. Yes. 
that with the stats, right, I can't right. remember, that was 2002, I hope it's changed, but the, a lot of it was from looking after everybody else and putting yourself last, and if I, when I get pe women come in in that state, I'm like, you sit down and eat with your children, even if it's a baby, you have a meal, you're role yep. modeling, I'm, we're all important, you're not just the yes. servant to the children and yep. lose who you are. Um, I think even in relationships too, that the roles that we have, I always had like me the mom and, and me the me. <laughs> Yep. Me, me. And even if it's just a half an hour, of, like you were saying, sitting by the beach. And I think with couples, too, to go on a date somehow, organize, even if it is just to the beach, if there's not a lot of money. Oh, look, Matt and I's dates kids. involve a crust pizza at South Beach <laughs> yes. in the car. Yes. and, and just we have kids. <laughs> and that's right. And a couple, a couple need to have that couple relationship. Yep. And then there's you, the mom, you, the businesswoman, and there are all the different roles that we play. Yes. Yeah. But I think long gone are the times that we have to, you know, put everybody first. So there's no, there's no point being a martyr because no, it can be too late. No You've got to look after yourself before you look after anybody else. Selfish is cool. That's right. Um, okay, I'm just talking to Emma P, and we've been talking about manifesting. We'll come up with some other things. She's written so many books, um, and some of them you were mentioning. Some of the books, perhaps about um, dieting, not. Fitness, that sort of thing. Yeah. We'll talk about that after, after. Hi, welcome back to Health Nuts. I'm Leslie Nicholson. My guest is Emma P. Oh, we just had a caller. <laughs> Eileen. Yes. Wants to know she can now manifest a good man. Yes, she yes. can, Eileen. A wonderful one. Yes. <laughs> He's listening to the program. I'm yes, sure. I'm sure he is. Um, okay, so we're talking about um, manifesting. Now, your most recent book, The Seven Secrets of How Not to Give a Shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the one before that was the seven secrets, secrets on how to get shit, how to get shit done. done. So that's clearing the way. Word. Like it's a word. It I, a word. I don't use it all the time. It's if anyone's upset about it, it really is just a word. And it's I'm, not even fully written out on the cover. It's There's not. It, it's got yeah. Yeah, so stickers all over it. Yeah. Um, so the new book, yeah, Seven Secrets on How Not to Give a Shit, is, is an ironic title. In fact, mm -hmm. it was um, initially was a joke last April Fools. Funnily enough, all right. I was on another radio station, yeah. <laughs> and um, I said I was going to write that book, and people were messaging me saying, "How dare you write a book called that?" Yes. And I'm like, "You don't get the irony." No, <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. So, and, and funnily enough, um, <laughs> by not giving a shit and by putting yourself giving yourself some boundaries mm -hmm. you can actually care more so the book mm -hmm. is a self self-care book yeah. so by giving yourself boundaries by giving yourself rules by looking at your own self-care routines you can actually care more mm -hmm. so it's a it flips yes yes it is <laughs> so um so tell us something about about maybe the chapter titles or something. What what do you, what can you learn by that book? Well, going back to filling your cup. So recognizing, you know, that you're not looking after yourself. You know, are you cranky? Are you tired? Are you irritable? Are you feeling exhausted? Mm -hmm. These are the types of things that when you know people say, "Oh, can you help out at the school barbecue?" You just go, "Yeah." And, you, you know, you're not in a good state to do that. You so don't you, want to do that. No. You say yes anyway. People That's it. But I actually encourage you to say no. Mm -hmm. Like as part of the book, your mission for a month is to say no to things. No. <laughs> for your self-preservation. Mm -hmm. And it's just to kind of 
I like to think of it being a muscle. We're just going to, you know, grow that muscle of no, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you can pick and choose. I'm not saying say no to everybody, Mm -hmm. but we say yes too much and we overextend ourselves. Do you coach on how, there's ways to say no. If you're not used to it and you just say no, you can, you could offend someone. So what little, how can you sort of flossy it up a bit? (laughs) You can, but we often go into self-justification. We feel like we have to justify why we can't help. Yeah. It's no, the truth. Tr- tr- quite honestly, just say no. And if you're saying it with enough certainty, no one is going to question you. So not no, I'm sorry. Just no. Are you sorry? No. You... <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in saying sorry unless you are actually true. sorry. That's right. And it's a very British thing, right? I'm from Britain. Yes. We say sorry for everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, jumping into line. Too. We, or we... I'd love to, but but you wouldn't love to. It's a lie. No, that's right. <laughs> I honestly say say no with certainty, mm-hmm. and people will not question it. Mm-hmm. So start no, saying or no. No, I can't do that. No, I was no. going to say no. I'm sorry. No, I can't no. do that. No, I can't. Mm. That's all. No, <laughs> right, and I'm, I'm, and so the response to that of people like, oh, you're like, yes, and then it's the their same stuff. people. What are the, I know, but then what about dealing with that? You just their stuff. hold your ground. Uh, yeah, look, there's a book on Amazon, you can go and look at it, it's called Mirror Mirror, and yes. it talks about people's other things. So, you know those times where someone has butted into your life and given their opinion about what you should do in your life, and, mm-hmm. and it's happened to me, it still mm-hmm. happens. Honestly, it's all about them. Yes. So the more people talk, I actually learn more about them than I do mm-hmm. about myself. Certainly, if it's not, you know, ringing true. But um, yeah, if so someone you should. yeah, <laughs> that should be abolished. The word should. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. But if you say no, and they go into what why you should, that's actually more about them than it is about you. So yes. just say no. Yes. So say no. And again. smile. And smile. No. <laughs> but the thing is, people don't know what to do. But you've actually set a very clear boundary. Yes. And that brings about, over time, respect. Maybe with people that aren't used to it, they'll be perplexed. Oh, initially, it's a very uncomfortable yes, position. That's I'm, what I'm getting oh, at. I'm, I agree with you. you. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> but people And people will you know, get agitated thinking that you're changing. And yes. at some level, they don't think that you're going to love them anymore. So that's why they're... I always say a, a dog barks at something it doesn't know about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's terrible. Mm-hmm. But that's what, that's what people do. Mm-hmm. They'll bark because mm-hmm. they just don't know what's going on. Mm. But so you stand you your ground. I still love you, but no. No. <laughs> you can say that. Um, okay, so now let's give, um, people can get on your on one of your websites, I know there's many, um, about the free life planner to help them get started on this journey. Absolutely. It's, it's 25 pages. It's absolutely for free. If you head over to mytimemylife.com.au and just enter your email address, it gets emailed to you within minutes. My life, my... MyTimeMyLife.com.au Because people have got pencils. They can't write yes. it back. Okay, and it's, a <laughs> it's really obvious. Planner. It'll pop up on their screen. They put their name, their email. They can download it straight away and use it for whatever they want. Okay, my life. My times. <laughs> my time. My, my life. life. Because it is their time and it is yes. their life. MyTimeMyLife.com.au And yeah. you've got a lot of other websites and how to get your, your books. Everything's on there. So books are all available on emmap.com.au. Um, you Google me, Facebook. I'm all over Facebook. You're all over. Just yeah. <laughs> and I'll find you. But, um, yeah. The free life planner. And um, if um, someone would like to phone you or speak to you about anything. Absolutely, yeah. Um, 0406 940 Okay. Any uh, final um, things to say, Emma, about um, manifesting or anything else? 
just, just decide. Go for it. Have faith. I'm worth it. You're worth it. I love me. You're definitely worth it. It still resonates. It's funny to say that. It does. Everybody say that now. I love Wherever myself. Wherever you are. I love myself. <laughs> yeah. It's big. I actually feel good. There was a time when I'd say that and, and feel horrible. But I actually feel fine saying that yeah, now. It's I definitely love like myself. Shift. That's nice. <laughs> okay, um, I'll be back next week. This is a five-week run of me um, with you. So next week is my last week. I'm